Hi guys, welcome to the Whole Yes podcast, empowering you to choose happiness. This is your podcast designed to talk about life experiences, both the good and the bad, aiming to help you confront your deepest fears. I am your host, Elizabeth Akbana. Today I've got with me Aga, and we will be discussing about why a lot of people are reluctant to take the vaccine. Hello Aga. Hello Lizzie, thank you for having me. So I guess the first question I would want to ask you is, why did you decide you didn't want to take the vaccine in the first place? Um, well, I suppose mainly because I found it uncomfortable to know that the vaccine was magically um, created basically the same year that the virus hit us. So I feel like it was not tested long enough to be to be given to people and also because of my own health reasons that I can't really take vaccines and I haven't been taking any vaccines for years. So obviously all that together made me very reluctant to take this. And on top of that, I just heard so many informations and I'm thinking myself that that's obviously just a... Um, just a theory, just my opinion, but I am thinking what if, um, given the fact that we are overpopulated a lot right now, what if taking this vaccine will, will end up in women in a few years from now won't be able to get pregnant, for example, or having really, really um, maybe difficulties or people start getting sick generally i don't know you have mentioned quite a lot of reasons here and i would like to unpack those first i want to start with the health reasons and um, if you don't mind sharing what health reasons you know are you referring to yeah sure um i don't have a spleen so my immune system is basically on zero level and I can't take any vaccine that has live, live bacteria in it. For example, I wouldn't be able to take a flu vaccine because it does contain a live bacteria in it. It could end up very badly for myself. Okay, as much as I'm not any form of authority in this area, but I have read online on the government website that even if you have no spleen, you are encouraged to take the vaccine. Has that not actually fed into you changing your mind in any manner or way? Oh, I read that too, of course, but no, it didn't really appear to me as an argument in this case. You said the fact that the vaccine was generated within a short period of time and you're very concerned that you don't feel that that time was sufficient enough in order for us to have a vaccine that would be harmless to people. Have you actually read into the process of how the vaccines have been made? Do you think that would perhaps make you feel a lot more comfortable with the vaccine if you just so try to get a bit more information as, as to the process of actually making vaccines? Oh, I read how vaccines are made, of course. I have uh, read. I'm taking on the consideration that we are in 21st century, so obviously better technology might allow us to do things a little bit maybe faster, maybe, you know, more sufficient. I agree with that, but personal, just personal to me, that doesn't really, that still doesn't work as an argument. You also raised issues of concerns about long-term fertility of women. So what has really prompted this um, area of fear for you regarding the COVID vaccine? Like I said, I think in, in this case, it's just not knowing what might be long-term 
consequences of taking this vaccine. I'm not saying that by taking this vaccine, women in the future won't be able to get pregnant. I'm just saying because I personally don't think that we have enough information to um, to know how this vaccine might affect us in, I don't know, five years from now or ten years from now. It is, after all, possible to say that there will be some side effects and people who are taken, because I read as well, who are currently taken, they experience side effects as well. Obviously, everyone is different. Some people have flu-like symptoms, for example. Some people have allergies. Some people just feel like dizziness or nausea. Obviously, like with every medicine, there are side effects. The difference that I feel it is, is once you have something tested long enough to to make sure that you can at least openly say what the side effects long term might be, as we know, a lot of medicines contain that. For example, they can say in long time, you know, blood pressure, low blood pressure, high blood pressure, etc. I just don't feel like this vaccine gives me enough information to anticipate. I see. So I, I understand what you're saying that, you know, there's a lot of concerns that people have. And from what I gather, a lot of these fears or these concerns are more into the long term uncertainties of whether a new side effect might be um, reported and which might have a drastic impact on people's lives. But would you consider the argument of some people who do think it's socially irresponsible for people to turn down the COVID vaccine, considering what we've gone through as a nation and what the world has gone through in general with um, COVID? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, I don't know if I'm in a position to... <laughs> To say anything about this, um, but if I were to say, again, that would going to be just my opinion, I don't think that, personally, I do not believe that soci- society have the right to tell me how am I man- managing my health, what I'm allowing inside my body. Uh, that's my opinion. If If someone wants to take the vaccine because they want to make sure they're loved ones will be safe around them and things like that. I believe that's, that, that's your own um, responsibility. That's your own feeling. That's your own reason for doing this. But I, I don't believe that society should put pressure on people um, to, to take, to, you know, to, to have something um, injected in your body that, again, we don't know long-term side effects of that. So I, I don't believe that. I think that if any, if everyone will, like, if people will take care of themselves, their own health, that should be more than if enough to take care of the bigger problem. I don't think that I'm not taking... Um, any medicine because I'm thinking of what the other person might feel around me, how they might be, because my health is my only responsibility. I'm not responsible for my mom's health, for, you know, my friend's health. I care about them, yes, but I'm not responsible and I will not make decisions for what they do, you know, to take care of themselves. Personally, I just, I don't really think that this is an argument. There are some people who do honestly feel that the vaccine should be compulsory and one other question I would like to ask you is obviously you're part of the shielding group I just wanted to ask you how your shielding experience has been so far and I guess the second question to that is you're a bit in a a very interesting position in relation to this COVID vaccine as well because you are part of the vulnerable group 
where it's been highly recommended for you to actually be vaccinated. I guess it's a question of, you know, don't you feel that you're putting yourself at a higher risk by turning down the vaccine in the first place? I don't because we have this we have this virus for over a year now and within that time I have been so part of that period I've been working and I go to office and obviously I meet other people etc and there was the time when we were not wearing masks throughout all this period I have not been sick even with leads where we are the rates were so extremely high that few points over the year again I'm fine I generally think it really depends on the individual, how people react, because I, I mean, just because people around you, you know, might be sick does not necessarily mean that you are getting sick, is it? What's really alarming about the COVID virus itself is how it actually spreads, the speed of which it spreads from one person to the other. On a more interesting note, I am aware that you did mentioned to me that you are on the verge of also changing your mind to take the vaccine. I would like to explore this a little bit further. So despite all the concerns you've raised with me, what got you to this point of actually starting to consider taking this vaccine? Do you think that's something that you're actually genuinely genuinely wanting to do as a choice you've made or do you feel like there's been external pressure pushing you to this point? But the reason why I was thinking, I was thinking of changing my mind, to be honest, is because I read on the website that if you have the vaccine, you can travel and not have to quarantine. And my family is in Poland and I haven't seen them, my family or my friends in a long time. And if taking that vaccine is the only way how I can go and see my family and then come back and, you know, and not have to quarantine or something, then fair enough then this is what I do. But I'm not taking this because I'm concerned of my health. I'm just taking this because I want to be able to travel to see my family. But then does that outweigh all the risk you've raised with taking the vaccine? Or are those risks you're now willing to take for whatever reason? I'm willing to take that risk just so I can literally live and go and see my family whenever we can travel because obviously we're still in lockdown but like literally living this 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 country even for a few days even living my environment for a few days even just to take a breather just to see my family is more important to me than you know i'm willing to risk i'm really willing to risk it just so i can do it so is that a case of a trade-off for you then? So because one on one one side you've raised issues of oh the vaccine was developed very quickly, you've raised issues about you know you're not convinced that we might not see any long-term issues with fertility in women, and on one hand you're saying now you're considering taking this vaccination just because you can it would give you the ability to travel without being quarantined once we can do so. So how have you managed to reconcile these two different opposing views? Like, I know how it sounds, but I'm very much aware of all the arguments I, I use. But like I said, I think I'm just mentally exhausted to the point that even knowing all of my arguments, and I'm still standing by it, I still think, I still fear all this stuff, and I, I haven't changed my mind about it. 
but it's just I'm so exhausted mentally of this closing up that I'm just willing to risk it at this point just so I can leave for a few days just so I can uh, you know regain my mental health because I reached the point where my current health is priority I want to feel right now I want to feel good I don't want to um put the fear of the future health what might be what might might be um above how I feel right now and I just reached the point where my current mental health is more important to take care of um that I just I'm, I'm willing to take that vaccine because of that because when I said I want to travel that's not for you know that's not just a pleasure thing for me it uh, that's going to be something that I want to do to myself my mental health to see my family to see my friends uh you know it's not just like tourism <laughs> the going around because it's fun no I want to do this because I feel like I'm I'm exhausted I'm exhausted of constant um fear that we're never going to be able to leave this COVID, you know. Um, it's a virus, so it's not going to just disappear, and it's moving with fear, and, and the more people get sick, the, the more the virus is going to change, like everything else evolves. So it's not, it, I don't think it's the matter of, you know, a few more months if we all have vaccine, because we already hold uh, another, um, the same virus, but it came from Brazil and has some, you know, uh, it's it's a bit different than what we have right now, and the vaccine that we're getting right now is not necessarily going to work for you know the other virus uh, pieces. So it's you know, I think it's just we going round and round. We trying to we trying to think only like I feel like people sometimes just think very very present like what's happening right now without seeing the bigger picture it doesn't matter how many people take this vaccine right now if the virus is going to evolve to something that vaccine is not going to be able to cure so you're doing this curing right now which is good but if we're going down this road we're never going to be able to travel we're never going to be able to see our relatives our families abroad for your circumstances, what you're really saying is throughout this period of being in the lockdown, you personally feel that it's a better trade-off for you personally to take the vaccine in order to allow you some form of freedom to travel and see your families without being subject to quarantine. That is correct, yes. What suggestions would you give to people in order to come to a final decision? Because it seems like, yes, you still stand by your argument as to why you didn't want to take it. But ultimately for you, your arguments for taking it outweighed your reasons for not wanting to take the vaccines in the first place. I would say, think of yourself. Be selfish. Be selfish. Think of what is good for you. If you think that, if you agree with, let's say, what my arguments were against this and you don't really have, you know, any good reason uh, that my, I trade this, then just don't take the vaccine. If, if that's what you feel, I, I just, I don't want people to take something. Again, it is something that you put in your body. 
no one should be able to tell you uh, whether to take it or not, because comes the consequences, comes the side effects. Ultimately, it's not going to be lived by the people who told you. It's going to be yourself. You're going to be in the position of feeling sick or, you know, nauseous or not or feeling good. Ultimately, it's you who's going to have the consequences of your choice. There's no one else. But would you agree that over time, even if we have a massive group of people that don't want to take the vaccine, over a period of time, there will be, might be a lot of external factors that might push them into that direction of consenting to being vaccinated? Of course. It's, it's already happening, isn't it? Um, I don't know if you read, there were few articles, so far a few articles, uh, from different airlines that I'm not going to name, but they did said that um, they might put the law that says if you don't have vaccine, you won't be able to travel with them. I mean, through this, the way it's done, in my opinion, again, um, the government can't really force you to take the vaccine, but the circumstances can. Yeah, that's right. So should the government said to... um the airline, let's call it X, um, that, you know, we're going to support you airline during this hard period. We're going to, you know, donate some money, but in return, you're going to change a little bit your policy to say if people don't have vaccine, they can't travel with you. What do you think is going to happen in these days? Of course, it's going to be changed. It's already been articles around that you are not allowed to end unless you have the vaccine or a really good reason why you can't health-wise take the vaccine and then even then you have to have the test made privately which costs money by the way because I've checked so for example you can't go to one of the free centers make the test that is um, still 48 hours the paper or the email equally important it still works for 48 hours and then yet if you go to airport with that from from the free center it's not going to be validated. It has to be from private um, company, which you have to pay a lot of money for. Yes, I've heard quite a lot about that. I think currently it's about um, just over £200 that people actually pay in for the self-test kit at the moment when um, returning back to England. Yes, I, I would definitely agree with you that circumstances will, might start forcing people to take the vaccine, regardless of whether they intended on taking it initially. What I want everybody to really take away from this is, if you're within a group of people who have different opinions about getting vaccinated or not, it is important not to crucify people who decide not to take the vaccinations, because predominantly, whatever concerns they may have are genuine concerns to them. Whether or not we think it's logical, that's not really relevant. We can only encourage people to get answers from the right sources in order for them to be able to re-evaluate their decision and hopefully they will come to a conclusion where they find that the vaccine is safe enough for them to take. Aga, since yeah. you've decided to take the vaccine now, how are you really feeling about that? To be honest, I am not even close excited. I feel like the circumstances forced me to make this move. So, to be honest, I feel quite angry. <laughs> I feel quite angry that 
in order for me to feel the normality, to be able to do things, go out, you know, I have to do it. It doesn't excite me. It makes me sad and makes me angry that we have reached this point. The, the I'm forced to do to to do this just so I can do the stuff that normally we should be able to do. We should be, you know, free in general, constitution, etc. And now I feel like it's like this invisible hand is just kind of forcing you to this, do this, do these things that. You don't really feel like doing. So, no, I'm not excited. Maybe I will be. I feel like um, once I take the vaccine and once, you know, I feel like after, you know, if I'm being okay and everything, after that, once I be actually able to book a ticket to go see my family, yes, then the excitement will come definitely. But but the moment is just, I'm still concerned. Um, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm angry. Um, I'm feeling confused with this. Like, I'm not very sure how this is going to turn out because I still, um, I'm scared of the side effects that everyone has different. So we're not knowing, we, there's no way of predicting what might be or what might not be. With my condition, I might get flu-like symptoms, but at the same time, I might end up in hospital with high allergies. So, it, I can't predict this, you know. Thank you very much, Haga. And we look forward to speaking to you soon, maybe after you've finally had your vaccine done. And I hope you have a good experience. Me too. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in today on the Whole Yes Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is Whole Yes Pod. I look forward to giving you more interesting content. Thank you very much, guys.